0: Hello everybody, welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me, this time in person, is Colin Mitchell. How
1: you doing, Bruni? I'm
0: doing great, Colin, how are you? We're together. I know, it's <laughs> it's, it's great, it's great. We're, we're um I'm back from San Antonio, and we're live in McKinney. Yeah. So, I mean, the best city in the world. The best city, as I said, yeah. two, two yeah. pods ago, the All best right. city in the world. All right, Um yeah so i made the drive over here i was excited i am excited to talk about this north texas team because they set some records colin 15 and 1 they are 15 and 1 for the first time in school history and this team i mean you look at their schedule they i mean they could be like 18 and one pretty soon but we'll get into that later on in the podcast um they come off of two huge home wins um you were sick unfortunately yeah it was, so you had it was to watch sad. on you had to watch on your computer wherever you watched it espn plus shout out yeah shout out espn plus <laughs> great purchase um but it was two really fun games and the one thing i do want to mention that the players mentioned uh, as well is that the crowds for both the games were really were really good uh, the Louisiana Tech game specifically. There's
1: a lot of Tech game. You could just. It was like tell from the broadcast. Yeah, it yeah. was like
0: five thousand people there. Legit. Like yeah. if the CBI was six thousand people, that was probably about five thousand people. It was a really good crowd, and they were engaged. Uh, Southern Miss had a pretty good crowd too, probably around three and a half, four thousand or so. Uh, they were pretty engaged as well. That was more of a slower game, so it it had it had its lulls, but the Louisiana Tech game was really fun. That was a. Gosh, those two teams are... Louisiana Tech and North Texas are... Like I said, those are two of the top five teams in the conference. Yeah. Like, yeah. man. But the guard play between both of them, I mean... Even even the, you had the bigs and Darugy and guys like that for Louisiana Tech competing with Zach Simmons. and those. So, both the games were fun. Uh, North Texas pulled them both out. Uh, North Texas won, beat Louisiana Tech 63-59, and beat Southern Miss 65-62. So... Colin, let's go. Let's start with Louisiana Tech game. What did you think about that win? And I mean, Zach Simmons had the game-winning bucket. Yeah. At, on the on a beautiful post move. Uh, just what what did you see from that game, and what was your overall takeaway from that?
1: Well, the very beginning, when I mean at the end of the first half, I was like, "Wow, North Texas is gonna run away with this game," mm-hmm. and um, they didn't allow LaTeX Tech to come back in that second half which was important. Um, They weren't able to get buckets, but they were able to continue to get stops and kind of just keep scrappy and not allow... Even when LaTeX was coming back and clawing their way back, they they didn't really have rhythm. Their buckets that they did get, they were more than earned, and um, it didn't allow LaTeX to get hot, and LaTeX was able to win the big game because of that. And you mentioned Zach hitting that last bucket. When they went to him and he had that move under the basket, that was big time. What, what,
0: did, yeah, I, <laughs> I I audibly gasped. Yeah, when he when
1: when they handed him the ball, like I I was like I had my phone in my bed and I was just I just kind of raised my eyebrows I was like, yeah, like just like yeah. just like oh, it like was, okay. It
0: was so nice. I asked them after the words because I knew he was a fan of Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. He's a, Tim Duncan's his favorite player, and so I was like, is that, was that a Timmy move? And he was like, Nah. One of the uh, managers showed me a Kevin McHale. Uh, Kevin McHale doing that move and so he's been practicing that one literally I mean up under and then reverse layup wide open so nice I mean his reverse layups are so uh, he has such good touch around the basket Mm -hmm. I'm I can't wait for him to be a junior and senior and just he's so he's so good um but like you said the defense was really kind of the story and in both games for the most part for Mm -hmm. me the defense was the story because offensively they didn't really do anything that that stood out in either one of the games. They didn't shoot particularly well in either game. They shot fine, but they didn't shoot as well as we've seen them shoot in the past for North Texas. Um So defensively, you had Zach Simmons in the middle. He had three blocks against Southern Miss. He had six boards. He had four fouls. Um, But a, a lot of that was... I mean, he was guarding... Okay, he was... DeRuji played the four for a lot of the game. He had Mike Miller on him. Anthony DeRuji, I should say. The leading point um getter for louisiana tech uh he was held to seven points uh, a lot of that was mike miller um some of that was jamiah simmons um but i think daquan bracy for louisiana tech the little guard they had was just lighting north texas up even though he did he was only eight of 20 shooting mm-hmm. and he had 22 points if i'm not mistaken so it's not like he was extremely efficient but it was just like whenever louisiana tech needed a bucket he just penetrated and he found ways to score and he was, I mean, he was very impressive for me, Daquan Bracy was, yeah, yeah. Uh, so to see him and Ryan go back and forth, even though Ryan you was only only had nine points on four or seven shooting, those two are two of the better point guards in the conference, and that's pretty easy to say. and so Daqu- Daquan dequan I mean, my hats off to him, he was he was terrific. and it's like North Texas kind of made him shoot threes and he hit a couple and mm-hmm um yeah so bracy was very impressive to me so you had bracy and you have deruji so louisiana tech had some players so that's why that getting that win over like i said a top five team in conference usa was so important um and i had my doubts on on occasions um it was a it was a it was a tight game but uh north texas pulling it out was was huge yeah no i agree uh the um so we we've talked about it before but the thing is, North Texas plays, runs about nine deep. They have about nine nine guys, give yeah. or take. And it was a pretty... But in the Louisiana Tech game, they basically had six guys. I mean, you look at the box score, only... Jemiah Simmons was the seventh one, and he only had 10 minutes. So the depth, we've talked about depth before, and we talk about depth, but I don't think we talk about depth as in, like, minutes, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. not... There's not Eight guys getting 20 minutes right it's like six guys getting 30 minutes each and then it drops down but then you go and dj draper tope rique Jamaya simmons they give you eight nine and ten minutes and they all make pretty big impacts in the game i think that's what yeah, they mean by yeah, the depth I mean, of this it's, team
1: Whenever they're brought in the game, they make an impact and they're
0: felt during those eight minutes. So it feels like they play longer. Yeah, DJ Draper came and hit the three, three, the, the yeah. corner three. It was a corner huge three. Yep. Um, topek started the or not? He didn't start the game, but he came in for that like early in the game and he had a really good burst early in the game. He also did that against Southern Miss. Um, and then Jemiah Simmons, like I said, defensively was was pretty good as well. Um, but every game, it's like the depth of this team continues to show, and not in minutes. It's more of they just make kind of key plays. I yeah. think that's the big thing. Uh, Roosevelt Smart only got twenty three minutes against Louisiana Tech. He was um, only two of six, but one of three from three. Five points. We'll we'll get into this in in a second after I go after we go over the uh, Southern Miss game. But Rose was was kind of off again.
1: Yeah. Um. I t- we just, this okay. just, just okay. save this for we'll later. Okay. Okay. We'll save this.
0: We'll save this. Um. <laughs> What else about the Southern, uh, the, the Latte game? I, Michael Miller was fantastic again, thirteen point seven boards. Jordan Duffy, three of six shooting. who's was the only one to hit more, multiple threes. Um, I do. Let Let's get into the Southern Miss game because that's fresher on our minds, on everybody's mind. I had expectations of North Texas, North Texas coming in and winning this game pretty comfortably, even though Cortez Edwards and Tyree Griffin are really, really, really good guards. Like Southern Mist lost to Rice, like their last who game. Know, who
1: North Texas just beat? Two yeah, years
0: exactly. And I was kind of concerned that North Texas was just going to come in and blow this team out, but Cortez Edwards, he's a baller. Yeah, he's uh, he's, a, he's a baller man. And he can
1: score. Both the guards, Cortez Edwards, and is it Tyree Griffin? Tyree Griffin. Tyree Griffin? Tyre Griffin. Yeah, they were both. They were. I mean, they led the team um, to beat middle middle last season in the Conference yep. USA tournament. So they they're an experienced team. They're just small and it was mentioned mm-hmm. on the broadcast that north texas is like 342nd in the nation and then uh yeah. southern, southern miss is like right world. below that <laughs> so like yeah. southern, southern miss is really short north texas is really short um yeah both teams had like their one big man yeah cortez cortez yeah. Edwards leads southern, southern miss in rebounding just <laughs> there you that. go you just yeah, yeah, he led them last night seven <laughs> so, boards so um i don't know if i i didn't expect them to blow them out cuz i i feel like i just kind of saw southern miss southern, southern miss is coached well and they have those two guards, so I've, anything yeah, can happen. We saw that in the conversation. Yeah, and then they had the
0: number eleven, Ladavius Drain, who had uh, sixteen points on four of eight three point shooting. He had the three pointer that um, rimmed out uh, in at the end of the game. Both games, there was a three pointer that went in and went exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, North Texas is you're, they're living on the edge the, the, with the damn Very wings. edge. They're, they they need to be able to get separation from Southern Miss, and I know that's that's a concern of both of ours. We talked about this off off the mike but their their ability to have a lead and i just don't know if they have the dominance to continue that but the thing is defensively they're really good yeah we we agree yeah we agree about this um the story with this game in my recap was kind of them breaking the record but also defensively they stuck with it uh cortez edwards had 24 points but everyone else was kind of held at bay besides drain so the depth of this team showed as well. Um, the leading scorers were Jordan Duffy and Roosevelt Smart with 11 each. Mo and Mike had 10 each. I mean, then you had Ryan with nine, Zach with eight. Super, super dispersed scoring. Uh, I'm just... It's kind of a... Con- not a concerning win. Okay, that's... I don't want to say it's a concerning win because it's not a, a concerning a win. win. A win is a win this at this point in the season. And Cortez Edwards is really good. But only... It didn't feel like a. It wasn't a very convincing win, at all. I agree. There's also
1: things that you notice where it kind of concerns you, where like what like you man, mentioned, there's not there's, there, there. hasn't has been, been a dominant dominance. score in a game in recent memory other than Mike. Yeah. Couple, so so members. let's get into that because
0: yeah. I had my takes ready when Southern Miss had a <laughs> when was up sixty two to sixty one with thirty five seconds. On, so I was like, this. So here's the thing. I'm thinking to myself. This team needs a bucket. Who are they going to go to? I had no clue. I was like, is it going to be Zach again? Is it going to be like Ryan pick and roll? Is Mm -hmm. it going to be Rose maybe? Duffy maybe? Like I had no clue. Rose Rose was sitting down. Rose wasn't in the game. Uh, Mo was in the game for him. And so I'm just here like, man, I wish I knew who this team was going to go to. And I kind of wish that somebody had taken the lead as far as scoring goes tonight. Because if that would have happened, I feel like this game would have been close. I feel like if Ryan would have been... A, Ryan would Ryan had some trouble, but I feel like if Ryan was a little more aggressive, maybe shooting the three-pointer, he had plenty of opportunities to shoot threes. Even if he goes one for three mm-hmm. or two of six, I mean, that's that's fine. Um, Rose was off. Uh, Jordan Duffy was fine. I wouldn't mind him shooting a little bit more. Yeah. Three of six from three. But, I mean, Zach Simmons was only three of four, so nobody took initiative as far as scoring goes. Rose shot a lot more than anyone else he was the only one in double digits uh field goal attempts but nobody else kind of took the scoring priority on this team and that was the concern for me i was going to come in here and be like this team needs needs rows uh, this team needs <laughs> needs <laughs> yeah. yeah needs rows or needs whoever's even slightly hot just to start shooting because if this team only has they can't survive with players scoring 11 11 10 9 8 10 yeah that, no, you you, you need
1: someone play. you can go to, and you mm-hmm. need someone that can bail you out in tough situations. And this team does not have that this year so far. Um, and they had and that, that in Rose last season. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see how that kind. Of, we'll have to see how that kind of affects them throughout conference season. They've managed to get by these next two games, but if Cortez Edwards or Tyree Griffin was able to bring Southern Miss out of you know if they were able to be go-to guys and make their shots that they
0: could are capable of making, yeah, then this game would have been. I mean, Southern Miss. Yeah, why was Southern Miss close in this game? Because Cortez Edwards made play after play after right. play to keep them in it. For North Texas, I feel like they weren't able to pull away because they didn't have that player to go and close mm-hmm. the game out. When you watch an NBA game, uh, for instance, if you watch, um, if you watch the, the the Trailblazers, for instance, you'll see Damian Lillard kind of take over a game and put right. the game away. You know, if when you're up ten. That's not good enough. You have to put a team away. You have to go up by 15, 20, make a second run to put the game away. And when, although this team can shoot the ball really well, and when they are in transition, they're really good, in the half court, when you don't have a guy that can score or get to the free throw line even at mm-hmm. will, like Rose was last year, you find yourself kind of struggling for buckets, and that's that's what they did.
1: I'd I mean, be interested to see what the stat would be off of unassisted threes and assisted threes
0: for this team. That's – I. I I bet there's rarely any unassisted threes mm-hmm. on this team. So yeah, yeah, it's always it's always the point. extra
1: pass, or it's always
0: swing yeah, it and, I mean, then back back Ryan, and then back to Ryan, back and then Ryan finds awesome. somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think who would have unassisted threes on this team. I really don't know. I bet
1: you Lo, uh, Rose leads the team
0: with with, with like, the like the four, four or five. Like, yeah, it's like five probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think Duffy maybe coming off a screen, uh, Mo maybe coming off a screen. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, that, that's a really good point is that there's probably no unassisted threes on this team. And I mean, that's not a that's not a terrible thing.
1: No, no it's, it's not a terrible, terrible thing. But it goes to show that this team doesn't, doesn't have that one person that can, that can, can kind, kind of take the ball off the dribble and just.
0: Yeah. You know, I, yeah, even unassisted buckets. I mean, I feel like maybe Ryan just trying to kind of attacking the paint. But uh, the Southern Miss defense was really I don't know how to they were physical, but they were also aggressive, mm-hmm. but they didn't foul too much. Yeah. Um, They only had 18 fouls, which is, isn't terrible.
1: Yeah, Cortez Edwards has like seven steals yeah. or something. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so they, they were physical with Ryan. Coach McCaslin said after the game that Ryan was kind of made uncomfortable by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were bumping him and uh, not letting him get to his usual spots, which the last two games we've seen Louisiana Tech have size to bother Ryan, and we've seen Southern Miss be physical to bother Ryan. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of Ryan's uh, Achilles heels whenever – a team is big and they are physical and you're going to start seeing that a lot more in conference play. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, he has to be able to fight through that. It's an adjustment period because in the first four thirteen 13 games of the year, they didn't pay, they didn't play anybody with that kind of physicality or mm-hmm. that type of turn defensive prowess. I mean, to turn North Texas over 13 times is pretty impressive uh, considering that they don't usually turn the ball over. They're usually a very low turnover team. So Southern Miss's defense was was impressive to me. I think that's the yeah. main thing I'm trying yeah, to I say. Agree. and it made Ryan uncomfortable. Um both defenses were good in my opinion. Uh I think we have to get into Rose yeah at this point. Yeah. He shot 1 of 8 from 3 against Southern Miss, 4 of 12 overall. I mean, you take away his missed you take away his three-pointers and the team shot what? 7 of 16, which is about 46 47%. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine. You add his threes and they shoot 8 of 24. So, it's kind of just a big discrepancy uh when you look at him. He
1: it, it a lot of his stops. shots weren't just thrown up there. I mean,
0: some of them were open and they just yeah, they it, just hit iron. <laughs> he had the one pull-up in transition that was pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad shot. Yeah, coach said he coach McCaslin said three of them were were too early. So, I was like, "Okay." Um but like you said, I mean, if 5 of them are open he went one of five right like if five of them are good yeah. shots then he's he went one of five uh how panicked are we now on a scale of one to ten did i think did, did i ask this last podcast i feel like well, I, I, think, did. I think
1: i think last podcast we were talking about is michael miller or is michael miller is rose back because we saw him hit those yeah, shots against, against rice, rice. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we took that small sample, sample size and kind of ran with it, it. and now we're back, back to the rose pre-rice rice. And I, I don't know what to think.
0: What, what's your panic on a scale of one to ten?
1: See, yeah, I was so, so far. I've been the person, person to always say that Rose is going to come back and sh- and just prove us all wrong. That's true. But he yeah. hasn't shown me that, and I haven't outside, I haven't of, seen, Rice. I, outside, outside of Rice. I Outside of Rice, I haven't seen progress in any of that. I haven't seen yeah. like an an extra couple, an extra couple, couple shots made, made or him getting the, getting the line much, much more than before, and. You want to I say will something? say
0: I will say that last game was the best Rose looked getting to the basket. I, I agree. Like he, he that he had some jab steps that were pretty nasty. Like he catches his best move is his jab step. He'll just catch it, jab super hard, and then attack, go to the basket. Um, and he, I mean he had four four free throws, which is fine. Yeah. Um, that's about what I'm expecting from Rose. Uh, he only went two of four on those, which is alarming as well, considering he was like a 90% free throw he missed, shooter. Well, he,
1: he missed the, the he missed those last two. Yeah, he missed two of them. Yeah. And it was – yeah, they were not good. <laughs> but but panic. Yeah, you're, you're asking my panic level. level. Yes. Is the scale yeah. one to ten? Yes, the scale is always one to ten. me Jimmy... okay. Sorry, I need, I need more definition. Panic <laughs> level of what w- – is like, like Rose be gonna be, be like washed, washed up or, or was is Rose just a streaky player who can sometimes Rose. score?
0: Right now, you've said before that Rose is gonna get back to his level of last year. Okay. Or at least close to it. So so, so is my panic, panic level based on him not returning to that? Exactly.
1: So give me seven out of ten.
0: Seven out of ten? <laughs> yeah, mine's mine's pretty high right now. I'd say eight, which is really high. Um I say this because he doesn't get he doesn't have the same we we know this but he doesn't have the same green light that he had last year. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because this team doesn't need him to have the same green light as he did last year even though it would help, but he's not efficient enough right now to be taking those shots. So I say it's an 8 because he still he still doesn't look explosive on the offensive side of the ball. Um he's he's fine, he's he's okay, but he's not as prone to getting to the free throw line. And his three point shot just looks off. I was watching him in pregame, and I was I was watching him, and <laughs> and it didn't it didn't look convincing. He was missing a lot more than he made. Um, what do you think this is because of? Like, do you? Really I just think it's this calf. I just think he's not. I just think okay. Because, because you back. ask me, there, there was, was okay. There, okay. there, there was, was at no,
1: no point, point during any of the practice that I went to. During any of the preseason stuff that you and I both went to, mm-hmm. where Rose, where people felt that Rose was not going to come back and just be Rose. Yes. Okay, that's true. When when whenever he got injured, it was oh it'll be fine. It's just a strain. We're just gonna you know it was, it was, just, like, it was just like it was just a calf strain, and he he, he saw him walking after that. So it, I don't think it. I to me it doesn't, doesn't seem like it could be that an injury. injury. I agree. Okay.
0: okay. So I'm gonna say that. In my opinion, Roosevelt Smart's lack of scoring has been caused by him not playing the first eight games, okay? So, when he didn't play the first eight games, he saw you know the team moving the ball, playing differently, everyone getting different shots, Mm -hmm. and then he returned, and he kind of didn't know what to expect. So, he comes in, takes him some games to settle in. He's not explosive. He's not a... I don't think... He's not 100% when he comes back. Um... Maybe he's 100%, like his calf is 100%, but he's in not. In terms of his explosives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's not at 100%, and he comes back, and he's not making the shots he's used to making. Um, He's not getting the same looks that he did last year. He's not. He doesn't have to force anything. In a scenario, maybe with 10 seconds on the shot clock, he has the ball in the wing. Last year, he would have just taken like, a hard dribble and either got to the basket or shot a three-pointer, which would have been fine. If he did that this year, it would have been like, why didn't you just pass the ball and like reset it? So he's like overthinking things, and when you overthink things on the basketball court, bad stuff happens. And so I just don't think he's he ever got comfortable at that point. And right now, Rose shooting and missing, I just think it's it's mental right now. Just mental. I just, that's what I think I agree, it is.
1: Because it doesn't seem, yeah, it just can't be physical.
0: I mean, when I watched him shoot pregame, he was like I said, he was missing more than he was making. So right now. You can say, obviously, oh, he's not thinking about anything while he shoots a three point. And I agree. Like, when you shoot a three, you're not thinking about anything besides just shooting the ball. But what goes into that is that, like, where do I have to go? What do I have to do on this play? Should I, if I catch the ball, should I pass it back? Should I swing it? Should I drive? Last year, it was kind of a quick decision. It was like, I'm catching it, I'm looking to score. Right. This year, it's like, I'm catching Mo's in the corner. Like, he's a pretty good shooter. Last year was AJ Lawson. He can't shoot, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm going. Mm-hmm. So it's just a completely different offense. It's a different team, and this team doesn't need Rose to score at a high level to be um, good. They I think they do need him to score at a high level to be great. I so agree. That's so, what I'm thinking.
1: So, so wouldn't which, you think that this it should? I, I just feel, feel like the, his drop off has been just staggering. <laughs> yeah, it's you been know dramatic. What I mean? Like. Um, like, like it's, it's not like I said. I don't think, I said, I don't think it's, it's a lack, lack of in. ability. Like, like, I think, think he can still make all of those shots he made last game. season. It's just, I, I guess, guess that's and that's why, why I ask you because I've never like played basketball, basketball past fourth grade. So you you know more about <laughs> yeah, like, like like going through uh like, like a in a slump. team. Yeah. In a, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like, like can can your mental what you're thinking about really like affect you that much?
0: Yeah, I mean we've seen in the NBA. Oh well, yeah, I but them in the all the time, but we always see, see them come, come back. back. Well, we don't know Rose is not going to come back. We don't know that. We we see, but, Rose, we, but we, we both think it's, it's there's, there's a better, better chance he doesn't, doesn't than he does. Exactly. Okay. Yes. But, but why, why do we? That's I'm what I'm saying. Why do we think? Because I think it's a different offense, and I don't think Rose has the. Um, even though Rose shot a ton last night, which is, I mean, not a ton, but more than anyone else. Um. I just think that. Rose is not going to be looked at as the primary scorer on this team. At Should any, he? Unless if he gets back to be, being efficient. If he does get it back to being, oh, shoot. I mean, what is he shooting right now from three? I mean, he's, oh, just click. Just click his name. I don't even know if this will tell us. Oh yeah, we'll all the way down. What is he shooting from three? Thirty-three uh, percent. Sh- yeah. Yes. 30, oh, this is it right here. Okay. So he's shooting 33% from three right now. That's basically, man, and you look at his first games too, three of eight, three of eight, four of 11. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Like yeah. if that happened, then we'd be fine. But he sh- his last two games, he's been one of three and one for eight. So I just think he's, in- I mean, he's inconsistent right now. And I don't know. I'm still at an eight panic-wise because – I don't know if he'll get that above thirty five percent for the season. That's tough. Like he's at thirty three percent right now. Can he get it over thirty five percent? Can he? Yes. yes. Will he? We'll I don't know. know. I don't know either. Um, but we'll see. I mean, all it takes is one of those prime rose games, and we'll be back on the we'll, we'll be, be back, back on the hype train. At panic level. we'll yep. Move yeah. down to a solid yep. two. He can go. <laughs> he can have a game where he goes five of eight from three, drops twenty five points, and we'll be. Oh yep, Rose is back. We did it. We, we did, did that against, against Rice, <laughs> and we did it against Rice. So I don't want to overreact, but it's not looking good. No, it's not looking good right now for uh, Roosevelt Smart. So
1: what does this mean for the team in the long term? When you have, because we so, so we so we we already talked about how they don't have that person they can go to. We under, we, we already talked about how having a player like, like last, last year Rose would make that team or this team you know, mm-hmm. be able to pull away in games. Yeah. Does just,
0: this make this team considerably worse. worse? Okay. The thing is, the last thing I want to say about Rose is that I was, yeah, I found myself thinking that like Rhodes was interchangeable with Duffy and Mo last night. I found myself. I thought, thinking that. I thought that too. I so was thinking Mo. it was like, it was like, okay, Mo Duffy, Rose, any, any of those three, just put, put one of them out there. It doesn't matter last year. That would be unprecedented. So that's the last thing I want to say about Rose. Um, to answer your question, it obviously lowers the ceiling of this team because we watched highlights of old dominion and Western Kentucky. And what did we see old dominion? It was literally stiff caver, stiff caver hitting tough shots. Yeah. Just them scoring after scoring after scoring. And those guys had 19 and 18 points. They combined for 37 points, uh, I'm not saying North Texas players aren't capable of that, but Zach Simmons' limit, in as far as points goes, is probably like 20. That's probably yeah. his like ceiling realistically. I mean, he could obviously get past that, but 20 points, let's say. Duffy's against a good team. Nobody here is scoring over 20, 22, 23 points.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, like yeah. Who, who's gonna who's who can you yeah. say when they play Western Kentucky or Old Dominion or someone on that caliber level? and it is a decently scoring game, let's say 70s, who's scoring over 22 points or 25 points for this North Texas team?
1: I would say nobody against an Old Dominion or Western. I have no clue who's scoring over 22 points. You, you give you, 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 you tell, tell me you they they are they're scoring 70 points. I'm more inclined to think that each of them are going to score 13 instead of...
0: Yeah, I mean, I have no clue. Um, It's, it's really tough. It's a good question because I want to hear... I want to hear what people think. I mean, who's the most likely when this yeah. team plays who who do they have? Who's the next tough game they have? I think they have UAB on the 20 on January 24th they have UAB. Who's most and UAB is fine. They're not great, but they're not bad. Who's going to score over 22 points in that game? Who's most likely? Most likely? Yeah, it's not Ryan. No, no it's, it's not, not Ryan. Not scoring over I'd just say mo based, based off, off of threes. <laughs> I mean, but we've st- well, Mo. I don't even know. I don't even know what Mo's shooting from three right now. What is Mo shooting? It's forty six percent, forty four percent, even with this last game. He's still at that number. No, forty. 40- yeah, he dropped down to forty three. These last two. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So it's
1: going to be off of a, a bunch
0: of assisted threes. Like, like that's, that's, what, that's I just feel like so much has to break right for people to that's score exactly over and yeah, that's what I'm saying it has like, to it's based,
1: based off this this team's, this team's offense, offense right now is based, based off of the extra, extra pass or, or, or you know making you sure the offense runs fluid you, you there's nobody on this seen, team that I've, I've seen, so that seen so far that is a reliable just isolation, isolation player, player that can just create their own shot.
0: Yeah, it's funny I was looking at it last night. I was cuz I included a stat in my game story that this was the lowest point total by a scoring leader all season and you start looking through the games and there's so there's probably like five other games where the leading scorer is like has like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. Like there's probably five other games. So it's like a third of the games this season they don't have a guy scoring over 20 at least a third of the games. So this and the thing is when you rely on your depth that much you need players to play well. Like yeah. you're not going to get bailed yeah. out by um by a um Cortez Edwards if DJ doesn't make that 3 last night they're in trouble exactly in trouble, yeah. so you have to have Tope came in and gave them really good minutes last night offensive rebounds yeah he was tremendous i mean i'd say the one player who didn't play great last night was um Jemaya wasn't wasn't as effective at all but when you get guys who don't shoot well and don't play well um from let's say they they're they're about nine deep when three of those guys don't play well you're you're screwed yeah, last night I'd say only Jemiah didn't play well. I'm trying to think. Oh, Rose, I mean Rose was all right. He had a couple of decent finishes and he Rose was also good defensively. I want to admit that. That was his probably best game defensively I was watching him. He was pretty solid defensively. So, shout out to him on that. But um I mean really only Maya played poorly last night. Everyone else was fine. So, you have you barely beat Southern Miss and probably 8 of your 9 players played fine. So, right. It's just concerning to me it is uh this team needs someone to step up and i think the only possible player that is is rose i agree (laughs) oh yeah we just brought that all the way back around from rose we're really worried about rose and the only hope this team has of beating old dominion western is if rose plays well yeah so i mean we saw it against oklahoma Rose came in, hit those two threes against Oklahoma. We're like, okay, North Texas like was in the lead at one point. They were playing mm-hmm. really well. Rose was was fine. Second half, Rose does nothing. They get blown out. I just think that's I think there's some correlation to that. That this team needs Rose. So I agree. Um I did mention earlier that this team has the potential to be like 18 and one. When we look ahead at their next three games.
1: What are their next three games?
0: Right, let me read them off for you, Colin. Thank Thanks. you so much. Oh, I have the paper. They go on the road. They play UTEP and UTSA next Thursday and Saturday. Both of those, or UTEP's at eight, right? UTSA is at three. I'm not gonna be able to go to that UTSA game, unfortunately.
1: Jamion Jackson dropped 32 points.
0: Did he really? In a brace against UTEP, right? Yep. Yeah, in a brace. Damn, he's good. See, that's why (laughs) I'm still, I'm still not giving up on UTSA. I said this before. I had them like sixth or seventh in the conference in in our rankings they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Uh then they have Rice at home on the 19th and then so those three games right there, I think those are all winnable games. UTSA is the only one I'm really kind of concerned about because like you said Jackson and Wallace can can both hoop. But if this team is 6 and 0 in conference play and 18 and 1 on the year, I think we have to ask the question that everybody's asking at this point Colin. What's that? Will this team be ranked. Hmm.
1: What What are they at right? Is there? What,
0: how many votes there are now? Um. Another I believe the votes one. come out on Monday. Oh. Okay, but okay, as okay. of the last poll, there was one AP vote and like three coaches votes. Hmm. How close do they get? They is the question we should ask.
1: Games against UTEP, UTSA. <laughs>
0: They're not exactly resume bolsters, but the no. Latte <laughs> game is no. the Latte game is a resume bolster. And game. also, it should be noted, New Mexico beat the hell out of Nevada, Nevada. by like so, thirty. Strength of schedule going up.
1: That's big time.
0: So hey man, watch out for that. They on that note. I think they could get up to like ten coaches votes and like five AP votes. That's
1: nowhere near close enough to get
0: ranked. Okay, it's not gonna get ranked, but it's it's pretty good. <laughs> that that's, that's impressive. That's,
1: that's, it's it's good to get the, the recognition, but
0: also can we talk about who was it? Old Dominion has faced Marshall in Western Kentucky already in this this um conference season. Marshall has? No. Who did Marshall beat? Marshall beat Old Dominion. Marshall beat yes. Old Dominion and Old Dominion beat Western. And that's what it was. <laughs> Old Dominion's already played a freaking tough schedule. Uh, I do want, go to the Conference USA standings. T- I have the keyboard in front yeah, of me. Yeah, I don't have the keyboard. I got it.
1: Conference USA basketball. basketball.
0: There you go. One slow typer. Go to the standings. UAB, Marshall, Marshall's 2-0, is 2-0. Yeah, click on UTSA. They've beaten. They, be- they played UTEP twice. <laughs> they, played, they played UTEP twice. And, and they and they, they won, won last by, night won by, by three. By no, they won by 15 last night. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. They won by four. And then they won by four. Damn. <laughs> they played UTEP twice. Well, well we, 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 will we will not, not put, put any stock into them yet. They played <laughs> UTEP twice. Yeah. So our, the North Texas next two games. What did I say they are? They're UTEP, UTSA. So they play those two guys, and then they play Rice again. <laughs> the so we know everybody. What about North Texas is about to play? Which one? UTSA and Rice. Um, go to Western, Western Kentucky. So they beat the hell out of Charlotte. They lost to Old Dominion. They have Marshall. Those two, those three, those three teams just play each other. It's like a round robin. Marshall and Marshall Western and ODU just play each other. They play on the twelfth, that is next Saturday. In in Marsh at Marshall, I'm looking at Marshall's schedule right now. FAU FIU Western. Why do they play Western so much? Oh my god! And then <laughs> and they'll, they'll probably play them. Play again. In yeah, play them in the. In there. Marshall's gonna play Western Kentucky three times. Good God! All right, I, the thing is, I feel good about North Texas conference schedule. So that too. that's, a good, that's a good thing until the very end. Yeah. Okay, not including the whatever you want to call it. What do, what do they call it? The, the five, five games. The bonus. They call it the conference <laughs> bonus. bonus. Here, play, play, the a hard, bonus. play the play hardest play the hardest
1: teams in conference so, so we can teams. see how good yeah, you I actually are. I saw a tweet are. about
0: it. I saw a tweet about it earlier. I was like, "Damn, one of the, whoever wins the conference is going to have to like not only play them in like the regular the first what is it? 13 games, play like let's say North Texas plays, you know, they play Western ones, you. They play everyone like once. But in the bonus, they're going to have to play like, they're going to have, everybody's going to have to play each other again. Yeah. In like a five game stint, bro. Like North will have to play Marshall, Western, ODU, UAB. Then, then they're going go to conference and USA, then they're gonna go to conference USA, USA. and they're going to be tired. Yeah. And, and then, then you're going to lose to middle domain. and then Middle's going to win the whole thing yeah, okay. and then <laughs> get a berth. <laughs> watch out for those. Like, it might be good to come in sixth in the conference. <laughs> yeah. like UTSA coming in sixth. Watch out for them. They're going to make a run. Like that's, it's, in, it's insane to me um i kind of i mean i understand why they did it it's just kind of crazy like think about it north texas final five games of the year after they play like okay north texas has a trip has plays the two floridas and then they start the bonus and let's say they play old dominion and then they play western and then they play marshall and then they play uab and then like utsa Oh my gosh, dude! I just <laughs> oh I'm my gonna, god! I'm stressed out. I cannot imagine like <laughs> Coach McAslin stress how stressed out he's gonna be. But that's it'll be fun. It's gonna be fun though. Is it's it is it, for fun. for us. Yeah, yeah our viewing purposes. It's,
1: it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting how these last five games this season play out.
0: I didn't even mention Louisiana Tech. I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. Are we? Are we calling?
1: <laughs> <laughs> are we?
0: You ever? They lost to Rice. They got yeah. killed by Rice. All right. Well, I'm off the Louisiana Tech hype train. Uh, he, he, said, said, he said, "All so right, I just want to want Louisiana, to to was, that. Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech lost to Rice, 66 to 78, last night. Uh, consider me on the Rice hype train with wins over Southern Miss and Louisiana Tech. They got UTSA, UTEP next. Rice is gonna be four and one <laughs> coming, into, coming into Denton. Oh my gosh." Man, conference USA is a weird conference right now. We said it before. This is the deepest. This was this conference is deeper than it was last competitive. Yeah, it's definitely yeah more competitive than it was last year. And I mean, three games in, showing that's definitely showing. Like literally, I don't know who the bad teams are right now. We haven't seen FIU or FAU play, but like who's 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 bad? just lost to because they're zero and three in conference now. Yeah, I don't know how they lost to Rice and Louisiana Tech. See, okay, the schedule makers kind of do this thing where they kind of like West, they kind of do it like by region. So Rice, Louisiana Tech, Southern Miss, and North Texas mm-hmm. kind of like play each other. Yeah. In like a, I don't know how you want to call it, round robin-esque thing. Robin-esque. And then, uh, so that's why you have Marshall, West Kentucky, Old Dominion all playing each other right now. So it's kind of like they play each other, this group plays each other, then the other group plays each other, and then you just kind of swap from there and there. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Good. And Charlotte. Charlotte's in that other group too. Like, for instance, then you go to Florida Atlantic. I don't wanna ramble. I feel like I'm rambling. Middle. Yeah. UAB. Alright. Anything else, Colin? Oh, I, I don't I don't think so. I'm trying to
1: think. What time are we at? I feel like there's there's more to say. There's a lot more to say.
0: What time are we at, Colin?
1: Um type in type in our beautiful channel at Bernie's Breakdown on Twitch.
0: Right here. Over here. Can I type?
1: Yes, you can type. Bruni's never used two
0: monitors before
1: in his life. Well, line. I'm I'm
0: so confused right now.
1: There you go. out. Go, oh. go ahead. We've been live for why is it not showing?
0: Probably 45, 45 minutes. minutes. 45 minutes? Yeah, <laughs> 43 oh, minutes. That was a pretty good guess. I'm great with that. All right. One thing I do want to ask you is that I do want to go back to what we said earlier, and I want to make a prediction, Colin. Okay, okay. let's make some predictions. Against, against, okay, UTSA, who... Okay, let's, let's say the next three games, total three games, UTEP, UTSA, and Rice, all right? Who will have the most points in total in those three games? From North, North Texas. Texas. From North Texas. Since we talked about this team not having a lead scorer, this is a really hard question. I think, think Rose will. Oh my god, what a prediction. Why? Because Rose is going to have one game where he has 20
1: points and then another game with 10 points and very inefficient but no one else is going to average more than 9 points a
0: game. So he's going to put up like 20, 10, like 5 and get the most points. I'm I'm being dead dead serious. serious. (laughs) Uh, Ah, there's no way. There's no way. Zach Simmons will put up like 15
1: a game. I always I always always underestimate like Zach's ability, Uh, not his ability, his scoring. Like I don't think about it as much. Because it's, it's not, not as you don't, sc- not I mean, it's not, not as flashy, flashy, so you don't remember it. That's, That's a good cool. point. Yeah. Give me, so, so Zach, Zach, Zach had, had sixteen against lawtech and then how much against? It was like it was
0: eight. Three. Okay. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Bro, the the scoring on this team is just so wonky. Hmm. It's just so weird. Who has more now? What do you mean? Okay, okay. hold on.
1: What's Zach at right now? Here, why don't what's go Zach, to the season stats? What's next? Zach's total? Just tell me Zach's total it doesn't tell you his total. Oh, 193 points total. Okay, so Zach has 193 points total.
0: Well, the thing is this Rose, Rose no way Rose is more than 190s. 98. 98 points total.
1: And he missed how
0: many games? 8. Um man, I don't know. This team is really good and really deep and can shoot the ball, but like I said before, there's some concern. It has to be a well-oiled machine. It has to. Like. It has. Yeah, it cannot has have. It cannot have a cog missing. It can't have anything go awry. Um, and they have to make shots. Yeah. If they If not, then it turns out like Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah I'm making a big prediction. All right, yeah, Rose is gonna score. score the most in the next. All right, games. Rose will score the most. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Mike Miller. Hmm. And then Zach. And then Zach. I'm I feel gonna like go, Mike will have a good game. I'm, Mike is such a good shooter, first I'm of gonna, all. I'm going to go Rose and then Zach. All right. I, my, Mike is such a good shooter. He needs to shoot more. There are times where he could shoot more. He's so good. Mike, are you, are you on the Mike, Mike Miller needs to take over games? I'm on Mike Miller. Might be the new Rose. Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike <laughs> is the new Rose. Mike has a set shot, but he needs to shoot the damn ball. He's so How good. How crazy it would it be if you just saw him take the thing up the court and then just hit just, a shot? Just heave it. like <laughs> just, the just thing is, His his shot's too slow to get it off like that, <laughs> and he doesn't have any elevation on it or anything, but goddamn he can shoot. Man. And Ryan, I really hope it frees up for him over the next two games. We'll see. He'll be guarding Jivian Jackson, so that's going to be fun to watch. Um, So yeah, UTEP and UTSA on the road. We will not be there. For either one of those. But we will have a podcast next week. I'm trying to think. What's the date next week? The 13th? May school will be starting. All right. All right, Colin. Anything else? I think we're good. I think, I think we're, we're done. done. I think we're great. Um, let, send us any questions you have on Twitter or that's really it. Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice. Y- y'all can all type in the chat on the stream. We go live every Sunday anytime from 12 to 3-ish. Uh, follow our Twitters so you can know when we're going live. Uh, he's at CJH Mitchell Mitchell Mitchell. Sorry, I forget. And I'm at Matt Bruni 25 Follow our SoundCloud uh, Bruni's Breakdown podcast, our Twitch. Well, I don't even know what it is at Bruny's underscore at breakdown. underscore breakdown. Thank you. And our Apple Podcasts. Oh like yeah, Bruni's breakdown. We're legit. Podcast. Still, we, we are legit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we need to get some stats on that, Klein. We'll do. I need the numbers. I need to know how I many. I will be your IT guy. Yes, thank you. That's. I mean, that's why we're here, Colin. Like, look at this beautiful setup we have here in McKinney. This is beautiful. Thank you. No, no problem. It was expensive. <laughs> no. uh, all right. I think that's it. Anything else you want to plug? I'm good. Yeah. No. No. to Plug. All right. I'm plugging Mingreen Twenty Four oh, Seven. Oh yeah. yeah sorry. No, no. I there. always do this. All right. Sorry. Yeah. There you go.
1: Everybody, please, please subscribe to mean Green Twenty Four Seven Sports. Bruni slaves his ass off all the time. And on this podcast now, listen. You, wow. you started it, and I'm wow. continuing <laughs> in it. Okay, so listen. He does do the man a favor. Subscribe, so you can see all of his beautiful content, and you'll be one of like right now.
0: I think there's like 12 people to read those stories, and you need to make that thirteen. VIPs, come join me. <laughs> come join me. <laughs> all right, thank y'all for joining us. For Colin Mitchell, I'm Matthew Bruni. Y'all have a great week.